Welcome to the Jefferson County Podcast for the People. I am your host today, Helen Hayes. I'm the Director of Public Information, and we are talking about property valuation notices and the property protest season that's coming up. And with us today, we have Maria Knight, who is over the Board of Equalization. We have David Ogden, who is a property appraisal manager. And then we have Mason Smith, who is a new senior appraiser with Jefferson County. And they're all going to talk about the the process that they go through, things that they have seen in the field, and how this process works, and how it can be easy if you do want to protest your evaluation notice when you get it. So, Maria, let's start with you. Give us the big picture of when our notice is going to be going out, and when does the protest season start? Well, we are waiting for our approval from the state, but we anticipate in the last week of June, so in about two weeks, we think we'll be ready to start mailing out valuation notices. Now, when we mail those valuation notices, you have to notice notice the notice to find the dates on there because we have a 30-day window to register your protest. Of course, the, the protest season itself will go much longer than that, but you only have 30 days, and that's per the Code of Alabama, 30 days to request in writing uh, that you want to protest your property value that we've established. You can do it online. You can bring in a written statement, including uh, signing the bottom of the valuation notice and bring that to the office or mail it in. But it has to be postmarked uh, on or before the end of that 30-day window. Okay. All right. And last year, I mean, the post office, there were concerns, I think, from citizens about the mail being slow. Are we kind of past that now that we've moved through COVID? Not certain what the mail process is, but, you know, I would think that the postal service, uh, as long as it's postmarked, you know, so as long as you get it to the post office and get it postmarked prior to the, the end of the 30 days, we're okay. We don't have to receive it before then you have to deliver it to us if you're going to hand deliver it or if you're going to go online and register a protest you have to do that before the end of the 30 days but as long as it's postmarked from the U- United States Postal Service not okay. you know not from you know we have a lot of home uh, remedies that we use but it has to be the postal service so we can regulate the date okay all right that sounds good so David tell me a little bit as an appraisal manager, property values and real estate values were all over, you know, the place last year. Well, they were mostly up for the most part. It was an up market. Are we still seeing that kind of property values this year? Yes, we are. Uh, based on the uh, listings pulled from the bur- the Birmingham Multiple Listing Service in comparison to the 22 tax year, Versus the 23, they're roughly showing about a 6% increase uh, from the previous year. And that's overall for the Jefferson County market. Yeah, that's overall from Jefferson County. What are some of the things that can cause your property value to go up? Well, for the most part, uh, we conduct an annual sales ratio every year. And that's simply a comparison of where we are as a sales value versus where the sales are showing in the market area. Uh, as everyone knows, the primary driver for property values is the location. So uh, that is the strongest 
factor when it comes to property value increases is the location. Okay, great. So, Mason, we're getting down to you. <laughs> so, you have to go out there in the field and you got you have people that do this. I know that process has, at this point, already taken place and you've been out there. But can you explain what you guys do when you're going out there? And, you know, obviously you can't get to every property every year. So what does that look like? Yeah. So we review, per the state standards, every house once every four years. It's a 25% review of the county every year. So we get to see it at least once every four years. Um, but if they do protest and have issues and stuff like that that we need to see, then we're going to come out and look at it and on an individual basis. So, you know, a lot of times, like if they have stuff on the inside that we don't see, because we, we, we do it from the outside only when we review. So if there's stuff that we're unaware of that could help an evaluation, that's what we ask for with the protest. And so when you go out, like, like you said, mm-hmm. you stay outside of the property. Yes, ma'am. Is there any a time where you ever contact somebody and say, we think we may need to go and see inside this house? It would be based on, uh, there's also permits. I forgot about permits. If you have a permit for like a new swimming pool or something like that, we would come and, and verify that that's been built and done within the right tax year. So, or like if it's an interior renovation or that kind of thing, if, if requested, then we would come in. But typically we stay okay. outside. All right, so Maria. We, we do get a chance on the new construction, though. We do get a chance to go in and, you know, look at new construction uh, the majority of the time. Okay. Yes. So, Maria, let's talk about, let's go back to the protest process. Mm-hmm. So, say somebody files a protest. What do they need to bring with them in that process? Well, as Mason has already said, we see the outside. We yeah. don't see the interior. So, if there's something particular about your property that makes you different from the others in the neighborhood, you need to bring that evidence to us. Photographs, interior, exterior. Uh, If you have repair receipts, uh, bring those to us. If you have estimates of things that need to be repaired. Um, If you have a recent appraisal, bring that to us. That appraisal is very, very helpful because we have an appraisal who's been inside the house. They can document the square footage, you know, a lot of times if we're standing outside looking from the outside, we can't tell if a dormer is actually finished space or if it's attic space. So that appraisal can document that for us. So that's very, very helpful uh, to bring to us. Okay. And some questions that I've had before, um, you know, from people in the past years when we, you know, said this process is happening is... Um, what if a house is next door and it may be in bad repair or condition? Does that affect somebody's valuation? Well, not particularly, but what we do, though, is that we divide the county up into neighborhoods. So we've got about 733 different neighborhoods. So we're trying to look at similar properties. So okay. we wouldn't compare a property in Centerpoint to a property that's in Vestavia. So we want to look at a close proximity where homes are are pretty much the same or similar, uh, similar construction, similar architects, similar uh, materials. So that helps. But if a home is in disrepair, we have a, a percentage of good. And just in the layman's terms, say if we, we say that a house has an average 
a life of 100 years. You know, the house next door may be at 90% good. Uh, even though it may be uh, several years old, they've gone in and done some renovations and things of that nature to bring it up to a higher standard. The other home that's next door hadn't been touched in years. It's in need of uh, maintenance. It's in need of repairs. It's got issues. So we will add a percent good, maybe of something like 70 percent on that home. So the difference of the conditions do make a difference. But a lot of times, as Mason has said, we only go every four years to see a particular house. So if something is going on with your home, you need to bring that evidence to us and bring it to our attention. And people can do that year-round, right? Year-round, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And David might want to add something more on the difference between those two houses being next door to one another. Well, Ms. Knight, like you were saying, we geographically set uh, the found boundary lines for different neighborhoods. And doing so, we value as a, from a neighborhood standpoint. Uh, the good thing is use the Alabama, Alabama appraisal manual to define the replacement cost. And it accounts for the most part the replacement cost new. Um, as in addition to that, as Ms. Knight says, every four years we try to give an estimate for the condition or depreciation. And again, that's an observed condition where the appraiser goes out and try to account for the uh, estimated uh, condition. So for that poor house, that it would get a lower condition versus the house to the right that is of good repair, of good maintenance. It would get a higher condition good. Yeah, and I, I think some people think that a lot of this is arbitrary, and it's oh, no. it's not it's <laughs> not arbitrary. You guys follow a pretty strict code that is set by the state of Alabama, right? Right, most right, most definitely. A lot of statistical information is is reviewed in in establishing values. All right, well, great. Well, anything else that people need to know? Where can they go for more information? They can go to our website, boe.jccal.org. They can always call us, 205-325-5566. And you don't have to always speak to to me. Just whoever is there can answer because, you know, we may be out and about all the time and don't want you to have to wait for a reply. But whoever is there can give you information on uh, what we do. Okay. And I know you have a lot of information on, on your webpage. We do. So, we yeah, do. We do. And, it's, we do. and it's great. So hopefully this will help a lot of people kind of understand the process mm-hmm. more and, you know, what they need to do if they do want to protest. I, I would like to add that this will be a very, very busy protest season. Uh, we have a, a, a huge number of increases because the market has been so active. And remember, we're talking about pretty much October of 22 back to October of 21. So the activity was still there. And what we do is just reflect what the market is doing. So if you just don't fit the mode, you need to bring us that documentation so that we can see it. During COVID, we were actually conducting phone hearings. But the Code of Alabama and the uh, Open Meetings Act, we will have hearings in person. So you'll have to come to either the Birmingham or Bessemer Courthouse, bring your documentation. And if you could get that documentation in advance, you can email it, you can mail it, you can drop it by so that we've had the opportunity to review it. That's very, very helpful. We will be having in-person 
protests. So back this year. back to in person. Back to in person. All right. As most other businesses are doing. <laughs> right. 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 Anything else, gentlemen? I'd say as an appraiser and who will be hearing some of these and have made some of the decisions on your house, we we it doesn't hurt my feelings for you to come in and, and see because we, we just I want it to be right as yes. an appraiser and I think that's what we do as our whole staff yes. is we want our market value to be right and just so if there's anything wrong or anything you see that's crazy or just anything out of the whack we just want you to come visit us so All right, it doesn't right. hurt my feelings to protest right <laughs> and that, because the ultimate goal is to get a correct tax bill we don't want anybody paying anything other than their fair exactly. share most of us have to pay taxes there are some folks that are exempt but we only want to pay that amount that we should pay so bring us that information if there's something that exists with your property that we may not know well i really appreciate the time today i think this is great information that will help people understand the process a lot more uh, so that they can come prepared to a hearing if they do want to protest and mm-hmm. understand that it's a very busy season. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you guys joining us for the Jefferson County podcast for the people. And if you have questions or a topic on something you would like to hear more about, you can email me. My email address is Hayes, H-A-Y-S-H, at jccal.org. And we will see you next time on the Jefferson County podcast for the people.